I was wanting to connect my passion for reading with my passion for the outdoors and give every child like the opportunity to see places they may not be able to see in our state of Texas. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Texas Trailhead Podcast. Before I get into my guest for this week, how's everyone doing? I hope everyone is happy. I hope everyone's healthy. The Texas State Parks have had a lot of news going on in the last week or so. As of this recording, it is May 6th. They just announced that anyone that had a camping reservation uh, starting on May 18th, I think, those reservations will start being back in effect. So that's pretty exciting. A lot of people that were ready to be back camping are going to be able to do so. And that's only for reservations that already existed. There are no, there's no information yet for new reservations that can be made. So stay tuned for that. That's, that's something that I'm definitely looking forward to. I I do have a good amount of trails close by me, so I've been able to hike, but Camping is definitely something that I I like to do this time of year because it starts to get pretty hot around Central Texas. And I know the last time that I camped with the little one was last July, I think, July or August. And it was at Bastrop State Park. And it was really, really hot. (laughs) And I felt so bad because... She was like getting really, really warm. I kept checking in on her, and I'm always nervous when we camp together, but I was getting really, really hot. And she had swam all day, and that helped cool her off a little bit. But I was dunking an extra towel that we brought into our like foam cooler and then wringing it out, the excess, and then just putting that next to her just so she can have something cool. And she goes to sleep pretty quickly. And I do too, but not when I'm uncomfortable. Like I have to be pretty cozy. But once I'm cozy, I'm pretty much out. My wife actually can't stand it that I can go to sleep so easily. And, and so can our daughter. But I felt really bad. It's just, it's hot. It's hot in Texas. And it was starting to get pretty warm last week. I think we hit 90s or something. And then this cool front came through central Texas. I don't know if anywhere out around Texas or beyond has felt the the cool front that came through, but it's been really nice. And I am not working yet, and my wife works from home, and we've been spending a lot of time in the garage, and it's been really, really pleasant just to be out there. We have a box fan that we put in the railing above us. So if you picture, so we have, I guess I, I'll explain the garage situation. So our garage doors are split. Uh, so, I don't know why. There's no particular reason. It's the same size garage. It just has two separate doors. So there are these two, the the two middle rails for the garage garage doors to slide open on. And so I put the box frame on top of the rails, the railing, and it can just sit. It's close enough together to just sit on top. And then we don't have a garage door opener, but it is 
ready to have one installed. So there's a plug in the ceiling. And so I just plugged the box fan into that. So a little bit of ingenuity. And we have it on, but we have it on low setting. And it just adds some niceness to the last couple days. It's been really, really nice. And, and my daughter has a scooter and she's been scooting around in between her school schedules. She's still in school for a little bit. And so she'll come in and cool off. But it's been really, really pleasant. And I know a lot of people are itching to get out there and do some hiking and especially do some camping. And hiking is different. You can I can hike around the neighborhood, but camping, I did the stay at home camp for a YouTube video. So if you haven't checked that out, hop on to YouTube and look for the Texas Trailhead. You'll see my stay at home camping video. But it, you can only do that so much and it really does lose its appeal after a while. And and I'm excited that the parks are slowly reopening because I feel like with camping, you can, it's a lot easier to separate from other people when you're hiking, especially if you're at a place that's kind of busy. So McKinney Falls gets pretty busy and you, I feel like it's a lot easier to encounter people along the trail at a place like that that being said so we went to enchanted rock for my birthday and we hadn't gone yet when last week's episode had come out we went pretty much the day of so we had made reservations for the day use pass a couple weeks early it wasn't that far out i just was like well let me just see and and it just so happened to be that that day on 5-1 was available. So super excited. This is the third year we've went. I'm not going to do a whole Enchanted Rock episode for this because I want to save it for a later episode. But it, the crowd control was really, really nice. It was It was limited and... Obviously, there's, well, not obviously, but there's three windows that you can reserve for day use. It was early morning, 8.30, and then 10.30, and then I think 12.30, and I think that's it. But if you did anything past 10.30, it was really, really hot, because by the time we left, it was about 1.30, 1.45, and it was starting to get pretty gnarly with the, with the heat, but... There wasn't that many people there for a weekend, and I kind of liked it. We didn't do the full park. We just did the Summit Trail because we had a very special barbecue lunch to come home to and eat to celebrate. So if you're ever in the Austin area, check out La Barbecue. They are fantastic. They're doing uh, reserve ahead and pick up orders and they're just amazing and get them soon because beef prices are going to be a little crazy for a little bit so get your beef while you can <laughs> this isn't a commercial for for beef or for the barbecue but that just happens to be what we what we had that day and why we had to get back also something else that i'm going to talk about in an upcoming episode I'm working on kind of the logistics of all of that now is there is something near Fredericksburg, Stillwell, Johnson City, that whole area. Gillespie County does a historic schoolhouse driving trail. And I think that it could be pretty interesting to talk about. It might be a visual only. I'm doing... A visual and a website post for sure, but I don't know. We'll see what 
I'll, I'll ramble about it and see if it's interesting and if it's people want to know about it, I'll put it out there. But um, that's something that we did recently too. And, you know, trails can be for hiking, but Texas has a bunch of cool driving trails too that I'm going to talk about in, in an upcoming episode. But if you're in, if you're like north of Austin, kind of in that area, look up the uh, historic schoolhouses. They're, they're pretty neat. So enough about that. Um, for this week, I am speaking with the author of Texas State Park Adventures. It is a series of books, and the first one has just come out. It's The Creatures of Caprock Canyons. It's a children's book that has a bunch of fun, a little bit of mystery and a little bit of suspense. And I think it's if you once you listen, you'll you'll understand that I think it's a really good way to engage the little ones and get them excited about being outdoors. My guest is Jefferson Marshall. That was him at the beginning of this clip. He is a teacher and was so, so awesome to make time out of his busy schedule. He's obviously still working for now, uh, getting the end of the school year kind of all set up and stuff. So he made time to come chat with me. But check out his book. Like I said, it's The Creatures of Caprock Canyons. I'm hoping that he continues with all of the state parks, but support him with this one. I'll put links in the description. You can find his book on Amazon and on his website. He is on Instagram at Texas State Park Adventures. Look him up on Instagram. That is his handle or TexasStatePartAdventures.com. So please enjoy. Welcome to the Texas Trailhead Podcast. Join me, Danny Laurel, as I share stories from the trails around Texas and more. I'll also talk about my favorite gear to use, camping tips, and feature interviews from others who enjoy the outdoors. So grab your backpack and put on your hiking shoes. This is the Texas Trailhead. So how's your day going? You just uh, did a little bit of work this morning? So I'm uh, teaching from, from home right now. I'm a secondary English teacher. And so there's a lot of meetings, a lot of trying to talk to students um, by Zoom calls and stuff. So just a, a new world. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. Yeah. So uh, I guess on behalf of all of us parents and anyone that has family that are also teachers, happy uh, Teacher Appreciation Week. Oh, well, thank you. I, I, I know that's uh, it's it's I have my mom's a former teacher and I have a sister who's an eighth grade teacher and she's been having a tough time, not so much with like the coursework as much as her just kind of missing her the the students and being in the classroom so i know it's not easy but as a uh, parent of a 10 year old i know how much work is still going on behind the scenes and trying to make sure all of that happens yeah, a, seamlessly yeah it's a it's kind of a brave new world and and we know that even at the secondary level or our kids are trying hard and and so they're being introduced to the world in, in a way they never have been before which is definitely more independent for sure yeah um, how, but how long have you been teaching i've been teaching about 
I guess this is year five or year six, just in Texas, uh, kind of near Amarillo and Clarendon, Texas, and then outside of Lubbock uh, for the most part between Rawls. And now I teach at Level End High School. So, Was that something you wanted to do out of the gate or was it something you kind of transitioned to because you just found it and fell in love with it? It was kind of the backup plan. It's it's surprising. I wanted to go teach the the English language in in Africa. I've always had this dream about going to Africa. Nice. Um, but uh, I met a beautiful girl and kind of put those plans on hold. <laughs> so <laughs> I've been uh, I've been teaching in in Texas ever since. So as as one does in those. Yeah. <laughs> romance romance stories that's awesome so are you tell me tell me and tell us a little bit about where you're from are you from the kind of north texas part originally or so i uh i am i feel like i'm a little bit of of everywhere texas i was born in in marshall texas in east texas and, and raised there for the first like six years and then after that we moved out to to Lubbock, the Lubbock South Plains area. And I've lived the majority of my life there, but I've also lived up in Amarillo and, and in San Antonio as well. So, um, awesome. but right, right now I'm, I'm in, in, uh, the Lubbock area again. But the reason I was wanting to talk to you is of your book. So tell us the, the book and then we can kind of get into that a little bit. Perfect. Yeah. So it's called The Creatures of Caprock Canyons, and it's the first book in a series called The Texas State Park Adventures. Um, this book in particular focuses on a, a group of kids that are elementary age exploring Caprock Canyons, but along the way they discover a mysterious creature in the park. And so the book is spent trying to figure out what type of creature is this that we've heard, the sounds that it's made, the tracks that it's left, kind of some of the mess it's left behind, and them trying to figure in their minds how they can save the park from whatever this creature may be. And so throughout the book, you see, uh, you read about a lot of the natural landscapes at Caprock Canyon State Park. What was the motivation for doing a book for that age group so i think that there's a lot of information about the state parks for adults and and even for kids there's a lot that the state parks do that are really cool between the interactive uh, interpretive programs that they do and scavenger hunts and the texas state parks are just wonderful at um at all of that but just from a an English standpoint and someone who loves reading, I was wanting to connect my passion for reading with my passion for the outdoors um, and give every child like the opportunity to see places they may not be able to see in our state of Texas. Like, I mean, a kid down in San Antonio may never get the opportunity to, to physically see Caprock Canyons, but at least they can read about it now. And so that's exciting for me to be able to share, um, Texas where they it might not have been accessible before. Yeah, I think for, you know, m multiple levels, 
getting my daughter to kind of appreciate the outdoors has been finding that balance between kind of what she's into already and then blending that seamlessly into her coming out with me and and finding ways to kind of experience it but enjoy it too you know i don't ever want her to be resentful about coming out and hiking with me and i think a book like this kind of adds another layer to, I guess, just making them more involved. So it's like you're getting that education from the reading, but you have a great, fun story to keep them engaged. So I think that's 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 really neat. Have you have you talked parents that you've kind of showed it to that have used it that have gotten some some pretty fun responses? Yeah, um, there's a there's a couple. Uh jokes in there that kids really are um are interested in and just funny annex from own childhood and just experiences i've had that that have really related with some kids and so they they've shared about that as well it's been out about two weeks and the response has been really great way way better than than i anticipated of just this is our this is our state and this is what people love and and there's been a lot of uh good interactions with people finding out that this book exists. Um, so it's been really good. I, I mean, I think it, it helps, you know, us, us Texans, we do have a lot of pride and in our state and, and anything, <laughs> <laughs> and anything that represents it in like a positive light. Yeah. Um, so you talked about a little bit of kind of things from your childhood. What kind of piqued that outdoor interest growing up? Tell me about that. Uh, and that's a really I, like. Did you do a lot of camping and stuff when you were younger, or did that happen a little bit later? So I I did some camping with my my parents were were divorced, and so I did some camping on both. And so the the experience would always always range from time to time. Sometimes it was a wonderful experience, and and sometimes it was just. It's one of those experiences that, after the fact, it was so miserable that then you loved it. Have you have you ever had? You know, <laughs> so, so um, my mom took us back to to Caddo Lake is a is a, a park I remember, but because we didn't have a whole lot of experience camping at that time, um, we went in the middle of I think June or July, sweating like nobody's business. And I remember at some point. There were uh, five, six raccoons just kind of surrounding our camping area. And so it was oh, like yeah. a wonderfully miserable night, but sometimes often the fun things in, in one sense. So what, what, I've, what I've always loved about the outdoors is if, if, you're, if you're willing, it, they'll be there to meet you. Um, wherever you are, whatever experience level, whatever you, you like to do, whether it's hiking or photography, or if you like being in the water, um, or geocaching, there's always something. And so that's what I learned is that the, the outdoors were available for me when, whenever I was, I was willing to seek them and it could always be a, a wonderful experience. Yeah. I love that. I, they're just, you know, they're there if you want them and, and need them and, I'm working on something, a post for down the road, but just with people being so stressed out and anxious, it, it's oh. a nice, safe, safe haven for a lot of people, myself included, yeah. 
to to get out there and you know i think if i had a a, a conversation uh, not too long ago and it was just about him with his kid and based off of his experience where he he found that passion at an early age but it wasn't pushed on him and was able to kind of find that throughout his life and i i lost it and found it again but i think you know something that is easy to kind of get into like a book and a journey um is a good kind of pathway even yeah. even if it is a, a while in between reading and actually getting out there at least they have a fun idea and a fantasy of what it's like and then you know like you were saying those different experiences will kind of shape because yeah it's not all it's not all glamorous sometimes when you're camping and it it can be kind of brutal sometimes but i really like that oh i you mentioned i also really loved um indiana jones as a child and so yeah yeah. (laughs) i loved uh i loved his adventures so what Another author, Hank the Cowdog, taught me is that I mean, adventure is in your own backyard, and adventure is 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 what you make of it. And so, I just think that it being a series about about where we are, it it's a good for good book for kids to read, but it's good for them to then go from there and say, you know, I'm I want to take my own adventure, whatever that looks like. And so, yeah, I enjoy it. <laughs> That's awesome. What was the process like from kind of when you were playing around with the idea to getting it written and then getting it available for all of us? I went the self-publishing route. Uh, I had thought about doing traditional publishing, but the way the state parks are set up, they're technically all pretty much their own separate entity. And so I thought being able to just go... um, person to person and and have conversations with people at local state parks would would work better but the the process was me um first finding the park i i really enjoy caprock canyons it's close to home it's about an hour and a half drive but i had visited paladero a lot more but the moment i stepped into caprock canyons it's just a place i'd never really experienced before but it had it, this magic all of its own I think a lot of people who aren't from this area of Texas, if they've never traveled up the Amarillo area, sometimes when you step into a canyon, I've heard people say it's like they thought they stepped onto Mars. Um, <laughs> and so yeah. what I did was I spent a lot of time just visiting the park because, I mean, I love to do that anyway. So it was fun to call that research and then um, develop a storyline based off of uh, the experiences that that I had had there and um, some of the cool creatures that, uh, that I experienced there as well. The illustrator for the book is his name, Sean Taylor. He lives in Pampa, Texas. And so we're both from this region. And so I just enjoyed that process of getting to talk to him. And, and he put together some really good illustrations for this book as well. So it's on Amazon and it's available for order through Amazon and through my through my website. And nice. I hope I and for anyone listening. I yeah. hope I answered that question well. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. And I will put I'll put links in the description so people can find it too. So what is the kind of the 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 goal? Are you wanting to do you have a kind of a set number in mind of parks that you want to include in the series? Or so parks that you want to um, to my count, there's there's 95, I believe. 
and growing because I know they're thinking of building another one. I'm willing to keep going with this series as long as uh, people are willing to pick it up and enjoy it. The sequel is already written, but there's just a lot of revising and uh, illustrations that need to go into it. So hopefully in the next couple months, um, a book about Paladero Canyon is going to be coming out. Um, nice. And then I've already got my sights on this beautiful park that my wife and I love to visit annually called Garner State Park in, in oh, like, yeah. Texas. So, I mean, I intend to do this. I love this. I love the state parks. So whatever the future holds, I'm I'm game. I'm excited about about these books. I'm excited about our state parks and and just the wonderful natural landscapes and experiences we can experience in our state. Well, if you ever make it to Central Texas, where I'm at, just uh, let me know and kind of point you in some fun directions for some of the the parks. There's a lot of water-based state parks kind of in the area. I don't know. Central Texas is a little bit different. You know, the kind of up there by Amarillo, they definitely have a certain look. And then the East Texas parks all have a certain look. But yeah. You know, just because I just because I live out here, I feel like the hill country parks kind of have a certain look too. I think that's the the beauty of Texas and its vastness. Certainly, and yeah. Just how many different areas? If you're ever up in this area, um, I would love to go check out a state park with you. Um, but I know you had your birthday recently, so off topic, but happy happy late birthday. <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate that. It's. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot going on right now, so I got to spend it with my family, and that was definitely important. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I've been up there to Palo Duro with my dad, so that was a good family trip. And uh, any any parks that you can visit with friends or family just kind of make that a bonus. So I definitely looking forward to more of your adventures and helping spread the word. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate you taking the time to interview me today. It's been a wonderful experience. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Texas Trailhead Podcast. If you like what you heard, please let me know by leaving feedback on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. You can find this on anchor.fm and just search the Texas Trailhead. Still looking for more? Click the links below to find the website, Facebook page, and see pictures from the outdoors on my Instagram page. So until next time, grab your backpack, put on your hiking shoes, and let's go out on another adventure. This is the Texas Trailhead. <laughs>